0: Welcome to another episode of Your Support Group Podcast, where we discuss everything that concerns you. Today, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, a very patient co-host, might I add, uh, Q, because <laughs> listen, if, if you know anything about podcasts and anything like that, you know that technical difficulties is just the nature of the business.
1: They're bound to come up.
0: Yep. Today, we're going to be discussing the shooting in Highland Park, Illinois, as well as the Brittany Grinner case, and anything else that comes to mind, because you know us, we can just get on the tizzy and just talk about whatever we feel like on a Tuesday. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, Q, Uh, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. And today I want to open it up by talking about the Highland Park shooting. Um, Now, I I don't know what to say. Like, this is like the 107th shooting of the year, uh, mass shooting. My issue with this is And it goes back to something I said previously. If people would just take the time to actually listen and really come up with uh, across-the-board gun control policy that would require somebody to wait until the age of 25 before they could buy a license, I mean, well, get a gun license in order to buy a a gun, Um, but also to... Send them through more astringent background checks. Um, it, this is just a sad situation. I mean, you got a two-year-old child basically without a mother or a father. I think if the police would have just... Um, not the police, but if the people doing the background check as far as, like, the gun license goes... um. I think if they would have did a more stringent job the way that they're supposed to be doing, I think he wouldn't have never got a gun. I think he would have never had a gun, and I think those people would still be alive. But I also seen something from, uh, and I have the link right here, NBC uh, News, that the FBI didn't finish over one million gun background checks in town to stop a sale. In 2020 and 2021. And that is crazy because that means that it's over a million people right now with guns that are not supposed to have those.
1: Right. I read that, and it's like after a certain amount of time, they just say they just throw them out because the system is bogged down with checks that they haven't gotten to. So it's just like people, we don't know if they're okay to have a gun. And they,
0: Millions of them out there, so yeah, yeah. That that is a scary thing. Um, it says in uh, NBC News uh, their report says in all one million two thousand two hundred and seventy four background checks, or four point two percent took longer than three business days in 2020 and 2021, a higher share than any other period since at least 2014. Now, I'm going to pause for a second there, because that means that with that amount of background checks being pushed through, that means that more people are buying guns. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to continue on. It says, according to data compiled by NBC News, after the third business day, the federal law allows dealers to sell weapons while the background check is still pending.
1: Yeah, like you can go ahead on it. We'll figure that. You know, yeah. we'll come get the gun if you're not okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, after you killed about eighty people, we'll 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 come back and get the gun. Don't worry about that.
1: Yeah, it just. I don't know. We have to get a handle on this particular topic because it seems like anytime you mention something about gun control, people automatically equate that to taking away guns. And it's like, no, I'm a responsible gun owner myself. Um, I like having my weapon. However, if I was not of sound mind and I was irresponsible, then I should not have that. It's just like driving a car. If I go to the DMV and I do not pass the required checks and pass the required tests, they will not give me a license. And I worked at the DMV, so I know this for a fact. <laughs> I've turned down a many of folks for some licenses. I
0: would I would have loved to see you give somebody that didn't know how to drive a driver's license and see what happens then.
1: Yeah, that would not go over really well. <laughs> Especially if they ended up killing somebody because they didn't know what they were doing. In a 2,000 pound vehicle or a CDL in a 75,000 pound vehicle without the proper knowledge and know-how to operate that vehicle, you could kill somebody. So, but, hey, let's stop women from, um, Getting these
0: abortions and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know you was going to segue there? But you're telling the truth. Um, and, that, and that's still an ongoing battle. Um, just a little sidebar. They passed some federal law right now. But, I mean, really, ultimately, it still is decided by the state. Yeah, most of that right now is just federal protection for women who do get abortions. That's it. So they don't go to jail or prison or anything like that. That's what most of that is. Um, But to get back on this topic, it said they discovered that 11,564 people were able to buy guns in 2020 and 2021 before the check showed that they should not have been allowed to do so. That's a... That's a lot of people that shouldn't even have guns. <laughs> That's 11,000 guns, 11,564 guns just strewn up out there from random people. Yeah. And, and I mean, y'all have to check out this article, this NBC article, because they, they're not going to put it out there too loudly to say, hey... We, the feds, have been making mistakes here, and this is where the, right, the the, the door crack is right here. Um, so anybody who wants a gun just has to go back three times in a row to kind of try to rush the process so all the things will get messed up, and then you could possibly get your gun without even having a real background check.
1: Right. And apparently a lot of people are hip to this because a lot of people are using that, that method.
0: Yeah, because the kid in Illinois definitely had some form of a method to it because, I mean, his family knew. The police even knew. It was on record. And they basically saying that because somebody didn't press charges or anything like that, it didn't show up. But don't that go in? If somebody come to your house because you decided that you said that you wanted to kill your whole entire family, or you have an armory of knives and you've been acting very erratic, shouldn't that go into a red flag if the police comes? Like that should be up there on the list. Like, hey, let's watch him. (laughs) Yeah, I, I just don't. I just don't get it. But like I said if the FBI would do their part instead of sweating people that don't need to be sweated, I'm not going to go there right now, but... (laughs) Because that would be a whole nother segue. But if the FBI would do their job, their portion on gun control, just running those background checks could save millions of lives, you know, um, and then raising that bar to... Like I said before, when I was under the age of 25, the thoughts and the things that I did back then was just so wild and erratic, you know, and I wouldn't, me, grown to me at, at the age that I'm in right now, because I'm not about to tell y'all my age, but uh, <laughs> the me right now looks back on me then and say, I wouldn't get that fool of gum. I wouldn't get that fool, no gun, no way, no how. No. No way. So I say 25 and older, if you're law enforcement or in the military, then 21 is fine. Because you have to fight for the country. You're fighting for uh, people's rights and everything like that. Like, so therefore, you're being trained to utilize those things. Like, if you're buying a gun at 21, nine times out of 10, you so cocky. you like, I've cocked a gun before. I'm going to show you how to hold the gun. This is how you hold the gun. Yeah, this is how you bust your face open. But <laughs> yeah, so definitely don't think that you're going to get gun training from a movie. At least get trained properly how to utilize a gun. At least... Be able to break it down and take it apart and clean it, because what's worth a gun. But that's a whole nother subject within.
1: This. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> just we we really need some serious gun control in this country. So let's yeah. move right along to my girl. Um, and I and I hate that, and I'm 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 gonna start this off by saying this. In the country where Sports are so applauded. And the the greatest gift to anybody coming from the environment that we come from, not saying that all black people come from the hood, but just to get that leg up and to be able to play professional sports is like a great thing coming from the hood. Like, oh, you heard about Kenny? Yeah, he made it to college. That's good. Yeah, he, he might be going pro and all that. Yeah, that's that's an awesome thing. Um, and then as you become a pro, you know, you, you expect all the things that come with being a pro, but there's kind of like a, a little bit of brown spot when it comes to women's sports and one sport in particular, um, is the WNBA. And I understand there's many men up out there that say that, you know, I don't watch women's basketball because it's not the same caliber as men's basketball, but you watch two different types of football. You watch football as in football and football as in soccer. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you watch men's track, women's track, um, men's tennis, women's tennis. Cause Serena Williams is a pretty big name.
1: Right.
0: I can't name you a male tennis player off just off my head. What fetter I don't even think he's American um, but when I, I'm talking about the w n b a and the reason why I'm saying all this is because to to start this all off, those women shouldn't have to go overseas to play a season just to make what they couldn't make here in the United States, so this is how all this started because. WNBA players have to go overseas to play ball to make that little bit of extra bread. Right. And I mean, I know some of them love it. Some of them love to, to, to be in a foreign country and play, you know, for a foreign team and everything like that. And some of them just do it just so they can get that extra bread. Right. Now, the the issue is a lot of times when we go over to these foreign countries, we don't know all the rules. We get an outline of them, but we don't necessarily know all the rules. And I think that Russia basically was at the, at the point where they knew they was about to do some crazy stuff, and they kind of like targeted her and was like, well, yeah, we can get back uh, Ivan the Terrible and all the rest of them back with her. You know, they're going to want her back. And it don't seem like our government is really moving fast enough to get her back. Because I I thought the way it works is whenever you have somebody from the U.S., the U.S. always picks up and go get them. You know, I I know Jesse Jackson is up in age. You know, Jesse went to go get everybody. But, (laughs) but. I just really feel like they should have already, like the wheel should have already been rolling in place to go get her. Like She's within been
1: there for a hot minute, right? Because I remember when this first happened, that seemed like it was a couple of months ago.
0: It's been, who
1: Yeah. Well, there's two factors that I'm not going to, um, I'm going to say what I'm saying, which is probably why their um, level of urgency is kind of down. <laughs> Number one, she ain't mm-hmm. got the right complexion. And number two, you know, sh- she's a woman. <laughs> you know, it would have been somebody else. <laughs> they'd, have, they'd have probably ran up over there and got they, the person. But, I mean, it just goes back to what uh, Malcolm, Brother Malcolm X said a long time ago. Most disrespected. An appreciated person in America is the black woman. And nobody, and I hate to say it, they just don't have a sense of urgency to go over there and get her. And to me, they don't, they don't look like they stunned about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and now they're they're adding they're adding more into it. They're basically saying, oh, well, we can get her in all our other nationals our U.S. citizens from up over there. So so why would you, if you knew it was other citizens up over there, why would you wait until she becomes a national topic? It's just like saying, you know, black lives don't matter. All lives matter. (laughs) Without saying it. You know, you could have been went up over there and got her. She's been there for I just looked it up uh 4 months.
1: Um she's facing 4 to 10 years for for a vape pen and I when I read that I was like seriously?
0: You know, and I understand they have a no drug policy but she's a US citizen. So yeah, when you do something over in their country, you got to you got to pay the crime, but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like she had, like, boatloads of it. Right. She had just, just this, right. you know? And if she wasn't trying to smuggle it or do anything with it. And they could have fined her. They could have gave her a couple of weeks in jail, you know? It's not like she wasn't contributing to the economy because she was playing basketball up over there. So she was contributing to the economy. I, I mean... It's just so many other things that make me just say, the reason why y'all did this is because, first of all, you wanted to test the current government, the current president-elect and vice president. You wanted to test their gangster. Two, um, I heard something, and I don't know if this true, but they got a whole thing against LGBT people up over there in Russia as well and and a third one is you knew she was going to be a bargaining chip. you knew she was going to be a bargaining chip for what you need in the future um and so we got some people here, and I mean, we got some people up over there uh I mean, I meant to say they got some people here, and we got some people up over there, so what they're trying to do is they're trying to get all the the the, the The people that America deemed as evil back, and we just gonna get some news reporters.
1: (laughs) You got people over there that was basically doing their jobs, and you didn't like the way they were doing their job, so you threw them in jail because they were telling the truth on what the hell your government was doing, and so you deemed that a crime. Oh, you can't be telling the truth over here. We don't do that. You know, we don't make our government look bad by telling
0: the truth. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's also too like, you know, within the last past couple of months, I mean, that veil has been falling. That veil has been falling since the whole Ukraine thing. But I mean, at the end of the day, are we just gonna just let her rot up over there? And all the other people too, and I don't, I don't want to take nothing away from that. There's other people up over there too, but that's, like I said, that that just makes me feel like black lives don't matter. All lives matter. Like you knew she was there, you could have been did something, like within the first two months. Um, you wait all the way now to the fourth month, going into five months. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just a mess, and I don't see her coming home within a year. Because now they're negotiating. Mm-hmm. And because Russia feels like, oh, you're trying to make this a public thing? Well, I'll show you how public we can make it. So now I feel like Russia is going to try to prove a point, too, and going to try to give her the most time they could possibly give her. hmm Right. So I I just see that as of right now, we are basically our own hostage when <laughs> we go to these foreign countries. Like, you know, as of right now, because I, I, I just feel like our government is just not going to do enough if something God forbid was to happen to somebody else up over in a foreign country, which we allies with a lot of other people, um, a lot of a lot of other countries, but at the same time. I mean, if it happened to Brittany, it could happen to anybody with brown skin.
1: <laughs> right. And that was one of the things they used to tell us in the military is like they would give us what you were telling them, uh, all the rules of how to conduct yourself when you go to various countries. Um, because if you get caught slipping over there, you're under those people's government. And then the, the military has to try to work out some deal to try to you know, negotiate your release and whatnot. So it's like, especially when, when I went to Saudi Arabia, I was telling people, I was going to say, don't act the fool over here, please don't. I ain't trying to get caught up in nothing. <laughs> like, we gonna follow the, the rule to the letter.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> to the Look,
0: I would I have even been up over there dressing like them. I would have had me on the turban, everything. Like, I had like, on my
1: um, abaya and my hijab. And one girl, she took hers off, and the man walked up to her and he started fussing at her. I said, "You gotta put that thing back on
0: your head, girl." Yeah, yeah, you, you know, you're, and, and I'm, I'm big on I big I'm big on traveling to other countries and stuff like that. It's just that when you go to a country that is more strict on rules than other countries, know those rules, and. Exactly. Just be careful and be mindful because you know this can mean something else in another country,
1: <laughs> right? Right, you know, exactly.
0: You throw a thumbs up in the wrong country, and next thing you know, you in in jail for throwing yeah. the thumbs up, you know. Right. So, just know what you're getting yourself into. And to the family of Brittany, um, I just, I just wish her a speedy return home because I mean, that's. That's it's ridiculous for this, right? All right, yeah. so moving right along. Um, so Q, anything on your mind this week?
1: I mean, other than all the other crazy stuff that's been going on, that's it's pretty much. I don't have it. <laughs> it's been you know, it's exhausting. When you're I said this before, when you fall under the umbrella of multiple um marginalized groups, it becomes exhausting. Like people don't realize being black is exhausting. Being a woman is exhausting. And just like Brittany, she's black, she's a woman, and she falls under the LGBTQIE plus community. That's exhausting. It's like you have all these different factors and Every day is a different and new challenge, and it's just, it becomes exhausting. And if people don't, like other people, non-melanated people, don't see what we go through, it's like they don't feel it. And they just wonder, like, why are you so tired? And it's like, take a walk in my shoes, but for a day.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, at me, myself as a girl dad, um, I'm always gonna look at the other side. Because, simple fact of the matter is, I don't want my daughters to go through anything that women in the past went through. Um, I'm always thoughtful in the process of how to treat women, how to carry on. Um, a friend of mine had an event, me and my wife worked the door, and Everybody was kind of looking at me. It was pouring down raining, but I went out there. I opened up the, I opened up the front door. I waited for them to get out the car and then I flipped open the umbrella and pouring down raining. I kept the umbrella over the women Mm -hmm. while I got soaking wet (laughs) and my wife, she wiped me off and everything and she was, she was proud, you know, because she has a husband that cares about women. You know, you have to care about women. You have to protect women, you know, and especially women of any type of ethnicity um, because they're, they're targeted. They're marginalized. It's, it's a lot of things they have to deal with day in and day out. Last thing they need is some jerk off or some butthole, closing the door in their face or letting them go through. Just be mindful. Open up a door. It's all right. It's not going to hurt you. A couple of seconds is just to hold the door while they walk past. I I guess because I'm tall, most of them walk underneath my arm. But hold the door. You can lean on the door, stand there for a couple of seconds. It's not going to hurt. And that's for any woman of any color. Um, Just be kind and, and be thoughtful in the process.
1: Yes. And also, too, is if you see a woman walking and you're in the same path as she is walking, Move your behind over to the side. Why do I have to almost tackle and run into you? Because you don't have the common decency to just step to the side to let a woman pass. Like I yeah. can understand if you got like a whole bunch of bags in your your, your arms or something, but if you just walking and you see me walking, why can't you? There you go, ma'am, and then continue on your path. I mean, I see dudes just. I'm like, uh, okay. Hello. <laughs> I guess I'm invisible.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: About to slip I... you, know, like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hit him in the throat when you walk past, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, good Lord. Did your mom and I
1: teach y'all no manners? Like,
0: what the hell? Like, if, if you walk in, no matter who you are, if you walk with me down the street and I see you walking towards the edge of the sidewalk, I'm going to kindly slide you back over, and I'm going to walk on the outside. It's not me trying to be all male, bravado, or anything like that. Nah, it's just how I was raised. It's just how I was raised. You know, I got nothing but girl cousins. You know, they always walk on the inside, and I walk on the outside. So if somebody's going to get snatched and and finger popped, it'll probably be me. But... (laughs) Uh, I just thought I'd throw some humor in there. But nah, if 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 push comes to shove and something happens then I want to grant you the opportunity to run while I fend off whatever comes on that side. Um and I always see dudes, you know, always walking down the street with a woman and they just it just it, it irks me to see that <laughs> she's on the outside and he's on the inside, like oh, you protecting him, okay,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of men like the rest of their feminine energy these days, so I'll leave that for another day,
0: okay, <laughs> we're gonna definitely put that in the uh <laughs> on the schedule Cause, 'cause you know what, Q got some stuff, but she be holding back on y'all. <laughs> She do. She be wanting to let go. She she afraid that it's going to offend me. And the reason why I chose her out of everybody was because I knew that if anybody was going to tell you the truth, she was going to do it. So that's why I chose her. A woman. Suckers. (laughs) (laughs) So with that said, if nobody told you today that they love you, We do. Don't forget to go check out the website, www.ysg.com, where we got blogs, we got cool merch, something like this. And, look, you can find out everything about us. It's right there. Just go check it out. And y'all have a safe week. And I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. You can watch us on YouTube. You can watch us on Facebook where they always like to ban my stuff. And... (laughs) Shout out to Meta. And... Yeah. And then you can listen to the audio wherever you stream your audio at. iTunes, Amazon, Pandora. It's all there. So, peace out. Have a safe week, and we'll chat with you later. Peace. just get support group.